All right, KISS Army, welcome to the KISS FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today and letting us into your head. I hope we don't do any damage. This is a KISS-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 297 of the KISS FAQ Podcast. We are out of bound. We are off schedule. This week is, of course, a Look It's Rock and Roll Podcast week. So we're going to be putting up an episode, a new episode about music on Thursday. But we did want to get together and talk about the Oakland KISS show, which took place on Friday, March the 6th. And uh, just do a quick recap of that since we both went. Um, but first, you know, let's just start off with the disclaimer. Anything that we say on this show is our opinion. It is anything. It's about as far away you can get from the official word as possible. Uh, so just always keep that in mind when we're talking, because, you know, the first item that I'm going to mention is about the canceled meet and greet, um, which unfortunately happened on Friday. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about that, but the emails did go out today from, um, the the VIP um, group at Epic Rights who handle that side of things. And I'll just read the statements uh, that Doc made in this email. And it was, of course, our meet and greets have always offered us and you, our fans, an op- uh, a unique opportunity to literally stand shoulder to shoulder together. After many discussions with experts in the field, we have been advised to temporarily cancel these events given the reality that we do this nightly for a hundred or more fans. Shows will continue as scheduled, and we look forward to resuming our time with you backstage. Doc McGee, Giss, Kiss, what is it, Giss, uh, Kiss Manager, and of course uh, your VIP upgrade will be uh, refunded in full. Um, and that only pertains to VIP meet and greet experiences it says nothing about tommy guitar experiences gene simmons vault or basses paul stanley guitars microphones eric singer drums drum heads whatnot or any of those those are much smaller groups than the vip uh photograph opportunities and um you know if you have any questions reach out to the email that you got from your point of purchase for any of those. But again, this only refers to the KISS VIP cancellations, which are a completely different product than any of the other experiences that you can have one-on-one with the band members prior to and after the show. So if you're not sure, check. Don't post on Facebook or on the FAQ or on Twitter, you know, so that trolls and people who have no idea what they're saying can answer. Go to your point of purchase. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, Ken, good to see you again a few days yeah. after the show. Um, <laughs> you know, here we are, and uh, let's just get your initial impressions of Kiss in Oakland last week, last Friday. Well, Kiss in Oakland was uh, a great time. Um, um, I don't know. Do you want to start from the beginning, or what do you want? Or you just want to know That's usually the best part. You start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. Well, I'll tell you something. And I told you that when I got there. Um, so I, I got to the show and the, the gates weren't open. I drove and uh, I only had to wait about 15 minutes for them to finally open the gates. Uh, There's a line of cars there. So we were all parked waiting for the gates to open. And then I see these guys pulling T-shirts out of the back of a, SUV and they're walking up and down the cars that are parked there waiting to get in selling these shirts kiss shirts 
and they're selling them for about 25 bucks a piece. Um, and I knew they were, you know, they're not the legit, uh, shirts, you know, they're, you know, knockoffs, copies, bootlegs, whatever you want to call them. So I was just looking, I was watching these guys and walking up and yeah, people are buying them, you know, um, here and there. And, uh, I was like, no, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I get one. Um, but yeah, uh, the guy runs out of shirts, goes back into the SUV and, and gets more. I think they had a couple SUVs parked in different kind of situations. I find it interesting how they, they, they do that. They situated themselves, you know, they got in at a certain time right by before some cars are already in there waiting and then they got get in line and then they're selling them right there. And then I guess once they get through the gate, they're going to sell them. They sell them once uh, they're in, which they were doing after the show. So anyway, yeah. Surprisingly, they do get through the gate and they were selling them um, after the show from basically the front gates all the way to Bart. You know, yeah. so they're, they're so just saw $10 at that. Yeah, they were 10 bucks at that point. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I still didn't buy one. I didn't buy a single no, I thing. I showed up early. Um, I was coming in from San Fran. It's been a while since I've done the Bart thing here. So I'd had a liquid lunch and, you know, I showed up, I think, at 4 30. Or no, four. Uh, so I was well early. So I went for a couple-mile walk around the, the the arena just to mm -hmm. get some, some of my steps in for my slave driver Fitbit here. Um, and then 4.30 comes around. I figured I'd go and just look at Will Call because I was sitting there, you know, by the, the BART bridge just looking out. And I saw David Lee Roth arrive. I saw mm. three Escalades come in, which I assume were, you know, the band. Mm -hmm. um, because other than that, it was all workers coming in and I'd seen the plane land, um, at Oakland or some airport they, they mm -hmm. came into cause they, of course the flight tracking is available, yeah. like a real stalker with David Lee Roth up front and <laughs> what looked like an Uber or something, you know, it was either him or someone who was very different. Um, <laughs> so, you know, four thirty comes around. I just go around to, to see if Will Call is going to be open so I could get my stuff and, uh, it wasn't, but they had already set up outside. 1077 The Bone was setting up, doing their shit. They were all painted up and looked good. Um, they had a tractor trailer out there that was already doing merch sales. And it was just fun watching people arrive and go up to the mm -hmm. merch and go, all the holy shit, 75 bucks for, <laughs> you know, was, was like... generally the response <laughs> that I heard multiple times while watching. Um, and out there, it was just T-shirts and kind of the, you know, bandanas, caps, that stuff. They did not have the high-end jackets. They did not have the drum heads. If they'd had a drum head, I was so bored at that point, I probably would have bought one. Mm -hmm. um, did not have the, uh, I think they had tour books, but they didn't have the mini guitars, didn't have drumsticks, you know. So there was stuff that, and they did not have the Oakland-specific shirt which I, I just never ended up getting one. So um, yeah, it was fun. Again, it was fun watching people buy this stuff and uh, just the expressions on them. Uh, one guy grumbled, should have bought one of the bootleg shirts. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and then, of course, just watching the ticket office uh, who were doing, they were doing reasonable business. I mean, it, there wasn't long lines um, early on for that. Um, but then obviously, you know, um, I was only sitting out there for about half an hour, and then you showed up. Yeah, I walked up and uh, saw you hanging out there, and I thought, okay, good, you're here. And <clears throat> then we, then it was just a waiting game of waiting to 
get the, for instance, our, I guess our, our VIP passes, um, first, firstly, um, I know you, you had heard the rumor that the, uh, our meet and greet picture might not happen. So I was saying, I was like, oh man, I hope you're wrong about that. Cause that would, you know, stink, but yeah, I was hoping we'll I was wrong that. about that as well. Trust me, I was. I know you I were. was really hoping. I, I mean, even though I did one in Vancouver, they've changed the backdrop, so I was looking forward to a second one, especially with some of the little modifications to costumes and whatnot. And because I don't see any further shows on my schedule that I can go to unless I travel, um, which I, I really don't want to do at this point. I, I want to do even less now that this show's kind of under the hood, but. Yeah, you know, it was a little odd. Obviously, I, I kind of knew what was going to not be happening mm-hmm. and hoped that it was incorrect or that, you know, yeah. it had changed. Um, but w- once I got there and, you know, we'd gotten the email earlier on in the week about where to assemble for the VIP check-in, mm-hmm. which you have to pull your ID and all that proof who you are in order to get your uh, your VIP laminate right. now, at least. Um, but usually there's a flag which has KISS VIP check-in, and there was none of that. It's like on, a, on that you'd see one of these like at a golf club or something showing you where to go for the next tee. Um, mm-hmm. There was nothing in the place next to where it was supposed to be, so I kind of figured there, oh, shit, you know. But then again, yeah. you know, when I'd gone to Will Call for stuff, um, you know, I'd been told things are running very late, Things mm-hmm. are not quite as smooth today, uh, you know, things with the promoter going on and, and whatever, you know, shit happens. It's concert business. It's maybe a finely run machine <laughs> and signs, but there's always a gear that gets stuck somewhere. So, yeah. um, I was not optimistic and, you know, it kind of affected my mood. I got a little bit, you know, <laughs> especially with the stuff at Wilco not being ready. They said, you know, that's going to be like 645. Before that, I was like, oh, shit, that's a pretty big chunk of time, you know, taken yeah. out. Um, but then what? You, we got Yeah, so I held it. Yeah, so at that point, when you were checking that, I was, I got in line, right, to hold a spot for us, uh, for the VIP. And uh, the first guy I meet, or I stand behind in line, he says, you look familiar. <laughs> I'm like, uh, Kiss FAQ podcast? That's it. Yeah, that's it. You know, so he said, I see, I, I seen you on there. I said, I said, okay, well, yeah, Julian will be coming around here too. Who's, you know, the main, you know, our fearless leader on the show. And, uh, I, I gave him a button, one of our buttons, um, Pacific U buttons that you supplied me with. And, uh, and it turns out this guy is a big kiss fan, but yes, he's rock and roll. He's a dentist. And he has a he has a um, actually a, out in San Ramon, rock and roll dentist over in San Ramon, and that, or, you know, I work in that area. So I was like, oh shoot, if I have an emergency, I'll just go ahead over there. He says he has a bunch of uh, kiss stuff, even in you know rock and roll stuff, in his dentist office, I guess on display, <laughs> something like that. So yeah, he's a nice guy, and uh, it's cool to you know. It's just a, kind of amazing to me that the first guy I, you know, bump up against is someone who's actually watched the show. So, yeah, that is just due to him. Yeah, you know, it's always better when they know you from, uh, you know, <laughs> FAQ or a podcast rather than something like, say, Cops season three. You know, yeah, watch this list. 
<laughs> America's Miss most you. wanted with uh, what's his name Walsh. Um, well, yeah, so that that was you know again, it's always fun hanging in line. People are walking by. I'm like, hey, hey, you know, just you know, people who I I know kind of shouting out at them. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and then we we go in and go through the check-in, and David Garibaldi walks by. I was like, "Yo, oh, yeah. David Garibaldi!" You know, uh, and and he he just like you know, has no idea who the hell it was and doesn't rem- remember me. But you know, um, sign sign in and all that was really smooth. No matter what anyone wants to say, your uh, your process with Kiss runs really smoothly. I'm so happy they've done a lenticular. Designed for the VIP pass, yeah, uh, nice. with a nice uh, lanyard, yep, uh, nice. which is so much better. I just show you that one from last year, which is the hockey puck, and I did. I I grumbled about that mercilessly because I just like the thing that's more like a backstage. Pass. You play air hockey with that, I think. Yeah, you know, again, it's a memento. It maybe it's a, maybe it was appropriate, uh, <laughs> particularly for Canada. So with it being mm. a hockey stick, so uh, you got your pass, and you know then then you go through security, and you got to have a ticket, and that's where the issue with will call became a big issue because oh, yeah. you can't scan, go in, go out, and all that. So I refused to scan my ticket, um, resulting in the nice gal working the desk actually escorting me through the security uh, guy, um, who just was not letting thou shalt not pass. You know, I mean, I mean, he thought he was uh, Gandalf there, uh, and you weren't getting by him, and and that's rightfully so. But again, because mm-hmm. I still had to collect stuff at will call, it was really a bit of a sticky wicket. But they take us upstairs to the um, mm-hmm. the club lounge, which was really captain's, nice. Captain's lounge, they call it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was nice. Um, but up there is like, well, okay, we're here, and what do we do now? I mean, there's yeah, they have some food hors d'oeuvres out and uh popcorn basket uh, basket full of popcorn i mean and and peanuts in the basket and they had a few of the balloons that they you know drop out during the concert out there and i was thinking to grab them but uh, some other people got them already and i know they have these those clear bottles too i love the, those like you know those it's like but what am i doing if, if i grab episode. it it's gonna break i'll probably break it or something anyway and i'll get in real trouble but uh so, yeah, um, we were up there, and, and then you went back down to check again for the tickets. You well, know, after, after the, what was it, off? a 15-minute wait to get a beer, and that was when I was really too. getting hangry, because they had one bartender, one, one bartender, the poor yeah. lady who, you know, and everyone seemed to want mixed drinks. And she finally said, forget it. I'm just going to fix a whole drink. bunch of signature drinks. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I just want a freaking beer. <laughs> Yeah, I said, give me a beer. So, yeah, so we waited there. I got, we, you got up to the front and then you went out. And then, um, I don't know whether you were in there at the time. Yeah, I think you came back and then the, uh, the announcement happened about the, the one of the, 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 thing. the latest kiss. Yeah, folk. so I was going to go back down and check uh, Will Call uh, mm-hmm. as it was then after six, and I and I just didn't, didn't know at that point that it was going to be six forty-five. So I was going downstairs, and who's coming in? Keith and guitar. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and guitar. And um, obviously, I knew about what was going to happen, so I was just like, I haven't told anyone, <laughs> you know? Yeah, because um, uh, you know, not my job, not my role, not my place. Yeah. Yeah, so she announced, she goes, well, 
got an announcement, you know, the meet and greet has been canceled, uh, you, but you will all get a refund, which was uh, like, oh, yeah, I better get a refund <laughs> for that much money. Um, but then, but you'll be able to still, you know, get your eight by 10 or whatever signed litho and, and take it, get a picture taken with the, the Paul Stanley's guitar. Um, so you got in line, you were up ahead and got in line before me. Um, I know Keith LaRue was actually taking the pictures, but he was taking pictures with your own camera. So you had to hand him your camera and he would take the picture of you while you're in line. And I also took a picture of you and you, and vice versa, uh, you know, of us with the guitar in hand. Yeah. So, so you know, that, that was cool. I mean, I think people took the announcement that the meet and greet was canceled for the night pretty well. I think they took it in their stride considering, um, you know, there, I mean, there was one couple that were rightfully upset as she'd waited 30 years to meet, Oh, no. uh, but, you know, still understanding the circumstances, the disappointment of the situation, the the, cam, the the photographic backdrop was there. We never did get a picture together, actually, in front of that, which, you know, was going to be yeah. really cool because of me running around, you know, trying the quest for the will call stuff. Um, That's right. But you know what? They brought up one of Paul's rhinestone guitars and you got to hold it, which I thought was very cool. Um, It's also good advertising. Here's what you could own. You know, they didn't say it, but, you you know, you you do know what is available and you're like, it's a beautiful, it's just an absolutely gorgeous guitar. Um, That's nice. All the picks on it and everything. And then you said later that they were bringing up Gene's boost. And I I checked later and that is part of the package now. So I thought that was, uh, again, another sop to kind of, uh, you know, make us a little bit happier. But they gave us, uh, lined up for the lithographs. And uh, then she was also giving out, uh, and I never got her name, so I'm going to refer to her as she. Yeah. Since it's a kiss podcast. She she was also giving out picks, you know. So, again, no easy uh, situation. I think they did a great job. They just got up there. They didn't beat around the bush. They just announced it as is and then made the best of the situation. You know, enjoy your free drinks, you know, your buffet. Not going to get charged for any of this. You're going to get a refund. Here's Mm -hmm. the photographic backdrop you can use for photos while you're here. Um, You know, take pictures with the props and stuff. Um, But it is what it is. So um, there were no tears, no anger. Well, there actually there were tears, but there was no anger. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I didn't I, cry I, for that long. Obviously, I was I was disappointed because I, I I hadn't done a, a one with the full band, uh, you know, had a picture with the full band, so it, that that bummed me out because this is the one that I thought I, okay, I'm gonna get the picture with the band. Um, so now I'm gonna have to wait till I, I you know they're probably gonna play again, of course. Well, they're playing other shows, of course, but Vegas after the tour, Vegas, whatever. Yeah, actually, if you do a Vegas residency, please give those people who've missed out on meet and greet experiences uh, through these last few shows of the U.S. tour uh, uh, a private invitation, a first dibs at that for those who may. You might even get a, an extra ticket sale out of it for people to go to Vegas. I would actually go to Vegas for that. Yeah, I, I'm going to go anyway too. if they do do one. But, uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, that's a given. But th- that would just be a nice, you know, wrap it all up. Yeah. Um, but 
then I guess we'll see what happens. So I didn't hang around for long up there. The, the lithograph, I was oh. pre- I was pretty annoyed with. I mean, I was like, I took mine out. I was like, shit, look at this. And yeah. you can see it on the screen for those who are listening. Um, it's a fantastic lithograph. Absolutely glorious. Beautiful. Signed in silver by Tommy, Paul, and Eric. And Gene signed it in black, so you can barely yeah. see. So if you have a hard time seeing uh, yeah. Gene's signature, that's why it's in black. It's like, oh, why the heck did he use black? That's yeah. like, oh my yeah. god. What, what happened there? And uh, again, it doesn't matter. It is still signed. It's just not visually yeah. appealing for me. I walked down the stairs at that point. You know, once I had that, and I'd taken your photo with the guitar, and you know, finished my beer. Um, I went back downstairs to check on Will Call again. And the first kid I walked into, I was like, hey, is this your first Kiss concert? And his dad's like, yeah, it's his first Kiss concert. I said, here you go. You know, gave it, got rid of my litho again. You know, in Vancouver, it lasted 10 minutes. I was like, I'm going to beat that this time. So five minutes, not even down to the bottom of the stairs, got rid of it. And hopefully that kid will (laughs) enjoy that. I'm sure he will. For his first memory. So go to Will Call. Finally, my stuff's there. Look over. Who do I see? I see Mike from Three Sides. <laughs> and hey, Mike. Mike did a lot for me back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know, 2004, 2003, even earlier into the 90s. So, um, you know, just nice to say hi. And the stuff was there. They're like, you just showed up at the perfect time. I was like, hallelujah. Because um, obviously <laughs> was invited backstage to go and say hello. Uh, which I haven't done since the last farewell tour. So that was really nice. And I, I very much appreciate the gesture of being offered that opportunity um, and also being able to pay it forward and take you down there as well. You know, yeah. like I said about, you know, Mike, some of the things that have been facilitated for me in the past that other people have done, I've always tried to do the same thing for other people, whether it's with the vault, whether it's, you know, with Gene Simmons' experience elsewhere and mm-hmm. some of the other things, Paul Stanley guitars, um, always look out for your fellow fans. That's just, it makes it more fun for me. So that's when I stayed downstairs. Because number one, there was a bar with more than one bartender, and I was able to mm-hmm. get beer number two. Um, and then text <laughs> you, get out here. Yeah. yeah, you get down here. I said, oh, well, Doc's coming up. I heard Doc is coming up. Uh, but then he goes, well, you got, I got the tickets. I was like, okay, I'm coming down. So I, I, I just went straight down. And and the, then the, that one same lady said to me, uh, well, she gave me a couple picks. <laughs> and she said to me, uh, oh, you know, you don't want to go now. They're, they're bringing the, uh, the, the boots up, you know. And I said, you can get it. She said she can get a picture with the boots. And I thought, oh, no, nah, I'm going down. <laughs> That's okay. And so I went down and found Julian, and then he handed me the uh, the, the pass for that. So, um, and then we headed off, right, down the hallways. <laughs> In search, because I, again, I don't do this, so I have no clue about proprietary. So I'm kind of feeling my way here. You don't want to do anything inappropriate. You want to oh, just no. kind of enjoy it. But the staff were helpful in saying, "Don't go that way. Go that way. Other way. Yeah. Other way. Exactly. Um, get down there." Found Tommy's room where he does his pre-show stuff with friends. I believe his brother was there. Um, yeah, I knew that. I mean, even just looking at him the first time, I said that looks a lot like you know resemblance to Tommy. Yeah. Uh, so I figured it was a family member or his brother or something like that. Yeah. And 
that was really fun downstairs. I mean, Ooh. hanging out back there, um, met quite a few very interesting people before even seeing any of the band members. I didn't go in search of anyone, just kind of hung around there. Um, I am not confident or competent enough mm-hmm. to be going walking around, and I really don't want to bump into a couple of people. Um, <laughs> always better just not to so you know tommy's room was pretty safe territory um and especially you know the conversations there were absolutely hilarious um and then going next door to cleveland which uh, Mm um i I can't really remember the order of stuff but tommy came in you know yeah and, and you know went and, and met everyone and, you know, did some photos with everyone, um, got a photo of you with him. You know, it was a, a nice opportunity to thank Tommy for doing an interview for an Aerosmith book recently that I'm still working on. So, you know, that, that was the nice thing to thank someone in person. Um, again, bumped into David Garibaldi, was able to thank him in person mm-hmm. for, um, you know, coming on the podcast last year to talk about his art and the shows. So, again, just a nice opportunity to see some of these people in person. And uh, you got to, to meet Tommy, and he was, what do you think of him? <clears throat> yeah, I thought he was great. Uh, just, a, you know, a, a nice guy, and um, which is what I've always expected anyway. And, you know, it was the first time for me meeting him uh, in person. So, And what's the funny thing is, you said, you know, he's, he saw you. He said he, he knew you by first name, hey, Julian. And then uh, when he's come over, you said, oh, you know, this is my you know, friend Ken, and he goes, we, we've met before, right? You know, because I looked familiar to him, and I said, uh, you know, I don't think so. And then you said, you know, we're on the podcast uh, together. He goes, ah, oh, that's, you know. So, obviously, they, I think they they do sometimes watch or, or maybe see parts of podcasts. Or I, I don't know, but uh, he obviously uh, knew my face, you know from that but it was great being able to at least you know get a picture um with tommy you know if i'm not gonna get the whole band i get you know yeah. piecemeal yeah in the back cool. of your photo is his brother so his brother's yeah, it's, yeah you can see it's your, yours and his, his brother is a musician as well and uh he did an album quite a few years ago now in the 90s i think on eon records then i think tommy helped out on it. if you go on kiss related recordings dot holland um you can find out more about that release so you know that that was just very cool and then tommy's like hey do you want a photo i'm like that's okay well we've done this before you know uh, <laughs> which which you know isn't isn't you know being snobby or anything i've had an experience you know with doing a guitar i've got a picture of myself with tommy holding one of his explorer guitars i don't need another photo from from that ever mm-hmm. again because he's yeah he signed it as well sure. so um I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm sorted. So hung out. We, uh, met someone involved in the miniature guitars and exchanged some very entertaining stories. Um, we'll we'll have to, you know, just kind of leave that one there. And then, um, while Tommy circulated around the rest of the room, just stepped out, um, and went next door to Cleveland, which was exactly the perfect time because Eric comes in nearly immediately afterward. We've mm-hmm. gone in there, and I didn't know anyone in there. And it was just like, Eric turns around, and, and what do you say? He says, how did you get in here? Or what are you doing here? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, oh, got kicked out next door. Um, 
so it was nice to see Eric and be able to thank him as mm-hmm. well for doing an interview for the Aerosmith book because obviously he was Cleveland in the 70s where they did some big stadium shows and he was at one of them. Um, but I did ask him that question, which was probably the dumbest thing I could have asked him because it turned into what could have been a long conversation when he's got real guests. I'm just like the interloper, uh-huh. you know, waiting. I'm like, hey, so what are your favorite three Deep Purple albums? And we'll do an episode about that, you know, some of the time. But five minutes later, I'm just trying to kill the conversation because you better get back to your people uh, because I'm not supposed to be in here or, you know, I don't know what the deal is, whether I, you are or not, but I didn't want to take away from from their time. But he looked great. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm, I haven't seen him up that close in uh, in makeup usually, and actually had an opportunity to interact with him. It's usually walk into room and he shouts at me, and then uh, you know, photo. <laughs> of course, at the vault, that was a longer conversation. But what were, what were your impressions of Eric? Oh yeah, just a just a down to earth, you know, cool guy. Um, he walked past us. He he knows you, and then he walked past you. He's walking away, so I took my, you know, phone camera out, and <clears throat> then he actually turned around and he started walking back. <laughs> I, I caught a picture, and he came back, and I had to quick pull the, you know, he's coming straight at me, and I pulled the phone down. I was like, oh shoot, that, you know, piss him off or something, and he came up and he just gave me a, a, a fist pump. He goes, you know, you you're on that video thing too, right? You know. <laughs> You got with you know, Julian. I said, "Yeah, yeah, we're part of the, you know, part of the thing." And then that's when you started talking to him. And then he also talked about the time he saw, you know, Kiss with Rush opening, right? He he, he mentioned the story a story about that where would he get on a chair or stood on something? He's right up front or something like that. Um, so I thought, oh, that, you know, that's cool little story he just gave us too he's got some really good early <clears throat> stories um, yeah yeah i don't know if some other shows have done you know those kind of interviews with him because you know if i ever get a chance to get him on a show it's not going to be to talk about kiss it's going to be to talk about the music of his youth and you know maybe some of the other bands that he's played with but he's yeah. got some, he's got some really great stories as i think i mentioned to a couple of people when we were talking when I did the Aerosmith interview with Eric, um, we went off on tangents. We got far away. I mean, we were, he was he was schooling me on Queen at Nebworth in '86. Wow. Um, you know, obviously he worked with Brian May. Uh, we're he schooled mm-hmm. me on uh, you know a few other bands, and he he just you know loves music and has such a knowledge of it. You know that he's and he talks and he talks mm-hmm. and he's fun to talk to. You just yeah. can't not smile, especially if you're into all that music as well. So yeah. very, very cool. cool. And then we, we cut out because, you know, went back to Tommy's room because I knew where the beer was there. Um, and the, yeah, the refrigerated beer was there. Yeah, exactly. And soda and water and stuff. So, yeah, it was comedy and, and whatever the, the orders, which I, I snacked on a little bit because I was I was getting hungry, so I needed something a little bit in my stomach. But yeah, we hung out, and that's when we got the I got the picture right. He we had to wait, we had to wait a little bit. Yeah, because he, he came in and greeted, and then mm-hmm. uh, Doc came in, yeah. uh, you know, just shook hands with Doc, shook, just bumped yeah, Doc. Just shook hands, like, okay, get away. <laughs> or, yeah. I don't know, but that was about it. He was busy doing his thing, you know. Yeah, he was taking care of families. You know, he was, you know, he, he had, you know, these guys are working. You know, they, they have special guests back there who you know, are being brought in. Like one guy who was in with Eric's was just a contest winner from, uh, from drummer magazine. 
you know, so that that's what he was doing back there. So you don't want to take away from their experiences when, when you can just roam and be a fly on the wall and also get to see stuff going on in the halls. And, you know, David Lee Roth had started playing. So we, you know, we, we missed the boots up in the VIP thing. Right. And then we missed David Lee Roth. He sounded great through the walls. We heard it. Yeah, yeah, it, it sounded great. Um, it's, you know, it's unfortunate, but I guess I'm lucky. You know, I can, well, I can go back and watch it on YouTube or whatever, but it's not the same thing. But uh, at least I had seen him a couple of times with Van Halen back in the 80s. So at least I got that. So I'm not too worried about it. I'm not, I'm not worried in the slightest. Again, as I told everyone <clears throat> repeatedly, David Lee Roth was my first ever concert. So, you know, I, I can catch up with that on um, on YouTube, hopefully. And don't forget. Hopefully someone recorded the show. That would be nice. Yeah, don't forget, while we're back there, do you remember the, uh, was it Ronnie Montrose's? Oh, his sister. His sister. Bringing yeah. Eric. Uh, a gift. No, no bringing, bringing Tommy. Tommy a gift, yeah. Of the, 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 the first, first Montrose, Montrose out. Yeah. Yeah, so that that was really cool. And they were, I, I, I didn't hear the conversation or anything, but uh, it looked like, you know, Tommy was very, you know, you know, happy to see her and and uh, and to get that album. Uh, I don't know if it was uh, original or what. You know, as far as vinyl goes, I was kind of from a distance, so it looked like it was a sealed album, though, from what I could tell. But, but yeah, either I mean, way, the best thing cool. is how easy these guys in. circulate with the fans yeah. and with the contest winners, and then with the winners. A, a good chat with another podcast person back there who's, you know way more up the food chain than anyone who's currently doing a kiss podcast um was, was interesting as well with a lot of the 1980 stories of black and blue and you know some mm-hmm. of the hollywood bands um i'm not going to say any names not appropriate to do so so you know david lee roth ramps up and we i think we pretty much headed out at that point um Want to have yeah. a little bit of a look around, looking for exit to stage, and um, so, you know, got a photo super, of you by the Superman curtain, yeah. the legendary one, which of course did have a guard on it, but you know that that's going to be the case. I didn't do a photo in, in front of that either. Um, again, no need for me, but you know, just kind of nice. The secu- you know, security was all cool, all, all fun. You know, just oh, yeah. uh, you ever get the opportunity, just be respectful. And, and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, at this point, we didn't even see, uh, you know, I would poke my head out in the hallway and stuff like that, <laughs> but I, I did not see, you know, Gene or Paul. They were nowhere to be seen. I, I don't know. They were probably busy doing their, like, Gene's probably signing his guitar. Well, I think he does the vault. Vault so. and whatever else. Which was um, a shame because um, I did – Bring a pocket of vault buttons, which are the ones that I'm using to uh, uh, last yeah, the stock yeah. of the vault supplement books. And I was just going to give those out to anyone that I saw um, carrying a vault book who had obviously just done a vault experience. Didn't right. see anyone. So oh, yeah. we don't know. We, we get out there and uh, what is it's only like 15 minutes before showtime. Sure so there yeah. were, what, maybe three songs? Find the seats. And holy crap, it's been a long wait for me to get back front row. Yeah, it was cool. And I I don't know if I've ever, ever been front row at the Kiss Con. I think I've been like third row um, way back. I think it was for one of the Creatures shows. 
<laughs> um, but uh, otherwise, this, you know, the stone was kind of like being front row when I was in a club, of course. But that's that's you know a little bit different experience. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I just wanted to, if this could be my last show, I want to be on the front row um, at least one time for it. So it was worth it. I mean, when we exited the doors from backstage. That front row, we were right in the line with front row. We didn't have to find our seats too hard or anything. We just walked down the front little lane of uh, of rows, and that was it. Um, and we were just a little bit off center on Gene's side, and uh, and we were ready to go. And you went to, you went off to you know it was 15 minutes before, and you went off to get one more beer, and <laughs> and we'd be ready to ready to rock. Yep, I was uh, only gonna. I was not gonna have too much that night, you know. Number three yeah. was gonna be number. I like last. the guy to my left who had too much even before he. Oh, sat yeah, down. yeah, and you know the great thing about that front row um, was the space. Just, I mean, looking yeah. up and get again. It's been twenty years since the last time I was front row, and the last time was, you know, a courtesy from someone. And mm-hmm. You know, this time I had to buy my own front row. That was yeah. had nothing to do with any passes or anything. We bought yeah. tickets. We both yeah, we bought tickets. Front row. That wasn't um, not cheap. Yeah, it was not <laughs> cheap. Thousand bucks. So um, the the great part was was next to me were two empty seats. Two people did not show, and I think those were resale tickets when I last checked. Oh, yeah, I think I saw that online too, right. But whatever the case, they were no-shows. So there was one fella next to me who had been up to the VIP with us as well, um, and he went nuts the whole show, which was really awesome, but nuts in a good way, just into it. But then again, I think I was going nuts as well the whole Oh, yeah, show. he was really into it, man. So we get to the drone. Everyone's in their place. I'm halfway through my beer, and wow, what did you feel of the difference? We saw them last year in Sacramento, and you were up in the stands, so you got to see yeah. more of the show opening, but it had more pods at that time. It was still the right. original full complement versus the opening now with 11 pods. What was your impression of how the dynamic changed with the, your position in the arena? What's the difference? I mean, you get a great show from the, the you know, when you're further out. Uh, and I was, for a Sacramento, out and to the left. You know, it wasn't very, you know, real far back, like the lower stands, uh, right in front of the lower stands, kind of off to the side of the floor. And you get a lot, you know, you get the whole, the whole thing. It's the whole, uh, you know, all the lighting, all the fire. You can see everything at one time all the blinking of the pods and them coming down. You can see everything at one time where now the dynamic different is, uh, you're in your up front, you feel, you feel everything more, uh, up front versus seeing it all. And you tend to focus on sometimes whatever is right in front of you. So, you know, at the beginning, they're, they're coming down the pods and I'm just, you know, looking at back and forth and the, the, you know, everything is going off. Sparks are going, the fire's going and the, 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 the steam or foggy, whatever you want to call it is, is happening. And, but yeah, you feel it, you hear though, you hear the sound effects even more up front though. Um, 
But yeah, once they got down on stage, um, you know, you're focusing, trying to check because you're so close. You have to focus on one or the other, you know, a little bit. You, you tend to focus on what's what's right in front of you, which was most of the time Gene on that side. <laughs> yeah, Gene, right, Gene. right. Which yeah. is funny, I and mean, he was very animated for the whole concert. It was very, he was very funny too. Um, but then, you know, the other guys come over and, and back and forth. You know, but then I, you know, I check to see, okay, what's you know so and so doing, and and you know Tommy, Paul, you know, and then you know look at Eric, and you don't you don't catch all the you feel the flames, you see everything, but it's more of I won't say it's it's more intimate that way, just being front. Even though it's a big arena, it's more like an intimate type show because they're right there mm-hmm. in front of you. Um, yeah, because you're seeing the facial expressions, you're seeing muscles oh, yeah. ripple, you're seeing you're occasionally having eye contact with them as they're you know going through it. You know, it's yeah. probably not registering to them, but you know they're looking directly at you or pointing at you. Um, yeah, you're seeing a lot of what Gene actually does. You know, him wiggling his crotch at, you know. I mean, so you don't want to see it, but you get to see it. And... You get to feel the thunder up there. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it really is the shock and awe. The opening, I did an A-B comparison. Someone put up a video of uh, Detroit Rock City, the opening of the show. I compared it with one last year. It really is the full complement of what was done last year with 17 pods, with just fewer of those things from the stage actually getting to be under them as they come down is a really cool experience um you know there's a five foot gap between you and the stage so there's enough Mm -hmm. space that you're not craning up too much um Mm -hmm. but you're really getting to enjoy it and you've only the only people who are getting in your way are you know the security guards were good staying out of the way um yeah you know but you know the photographers are doing their gig especially for the first song where you have the local press photographers and maybe other rock mags doing their things and then you do have band member staff doing yeah. photos for the rest of the show and video cameras and whatnot but i i found it unobtrusive which was really nice mm-hmm. and then you get to see that they tested the confetti cannons and everything before the show anyone had even gotten there so mm-hmm. there, there was you know a bit of confetti on the floor maybe it had fallen out from you know during load-in who knows whether that what's the case you get to yeah. see the people who've paid for the pit experience now i think oh, yeah. we did better than the pit experience because they're right up against the stage but they're far left they're far right so they're getting a fantastic perspective and a whole lot of other benefits from the package that they purchase as well but here we are you know i think we're closer to paul than gene but we're kind of in between the two and tommy spends a lot of time coming in front of that kind of uh, vantage point mm-hmm. as well so you know, it was very well positioned for the show. And I don't think we need to talk a lot about the songs, but, you know, Tommy works his ass off on stage. You get to see him. And I think that's the key difference for me. I've been like third row, fifth row, tenth row, and crap row, ninth row, (laughs) way over for the five shows that I've been. But really got to see them working. And playing. Yeah. You can really see them playing their instruments. Uh, and you know, and how well they do play their instruments, um, and uh, even though they're you know moving around quite a bit while they're playing, um, you know, Gene is just uh, you know pretty amazing himself uh, on the on the bass, just watching him. Um, 
I, of course, you know they're used to playing the same song every, you know, almost every night. Um, but uh, still, it's just with all that crap that there were, and you know, and stuff like that, and to everything that's going on, to really be able to play and and they're, you know, it's very tight and great sounding music uh, coming out coming out of the speakers because uh, there was no sloppiness going on. I know that. Yeah, you know, the whole show is entertaining as hell. I was thrilled by the two songs that have been changed out since last year, Tears Are Falling and Parasite. Both came across fantastically. Mm -hmm. I went gaga for Deuce, as always. I got deuced. I'm happy. Um, The show could have ended right then. No. um. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you had your Deuce. I had uh, Black Diamond for me. Um, it was good hearing, you know, tears are falling because it's been a while uh, seeing that live. Um, I can't remember the last time I'd seen them do that. You probably know when they last did that in the regular tour. Um, but uh, it, it had been a while. So it was, it was cool to see that. And, you know, back to back with, uh, you know, what heavens on fire. So it's it's good. That's a good thing to do put those together for a minute there we thought we were going to get crazy nights because he's talking about paul saying you know we're gonna get crazy and i was like oh oh shoot they're gonna switch the set set list up and throw crazy nights back in but no that didn't <laughs> it didn't happen guess one thing i didn't see anywhere was a set list um so not even for sale i didn't see it yeah no that, that was that was interesting so um you know, again, we're not going to go through the the set list because it yeah. is what it is. I, I and any of the drama with the sound, I don't care. I thoroughly enjoyed how this concert sounded. I enjoyed mm-hmm. being right there for Gene's fire shtick, um, even if we couldn't really see at the fog, beginning. Couldn't see it. Yeah, yeah, the fog was so thick. A couple times during the show, it was so thick you couldn't see anything. You couldn't see in front of your face. I was like waiting for it, like, oh please, you know, I, I need to breathe. And then and, and see something, um, but finally it cleared just enough you could see the top half of uh, you know Gene maybe from the waist up, and and were able to see him uh, do his fire routine. I actually that one I I filmed that one. I filmed that. I, I didn't film everything. I filmed here just little bits and pieces throughout. For the most part, I didn't do any film, uh, and I took a few pictures, but. I wasn't doing, I didn't have my phone up the whole time or anything like that. Most of the time I, I didn't have it up. I was just, I, yeah, I, to I didn't pay a thousand the, bucks to be sitting here like this for, you know, for the whole concert. And, like, and uh, to do that to the band. Two hours, I mean, no, what must no. the band or a performer feel when he or she looks out at the audience, they're playing their, you know, backsides off, of, you know, trying to get an audience reaction through. and everyone's just sitting there. And, and yeah. there was someone else with a fucking iPad again. I mean, was that really? They, they, I didn't see that. They really got to get their drummer to start throwing drumsticks at you know people who are holding iPads up in concerts because that's just so obnoxious. Um, what other high points? Uh, I don't like the flying to the middle stage when you're left watching three guys on stage and Paul's back there singing because. Well, that's that's where the. Like, like I said, the other show that I, you know, Sacramento, 
it's easier to see. I can see it, you know, I can actually, I can probably see it like this, you know, see what's going on. And I can just kind of glance over this way and glance over this way. I can see Paul doing this thing there and then I can go back and watch where, yeah, we're, we're right up at the stage. You have to, you know, about face to see what's going on there. And then you don't see anything. That's, that's the moment that you, become, you. you become last row. You need eyes in the back of your head. Um, I, I guess I would, you know, I was thinking when I was right there and that happened that they should have the video at all times focused on Paul, you know, the video that's shown behind him. So at least we can still watch the band from there and see Paul. Yeah. Just watch the whole performance of Paul as he's out there, you know, so just to take, take note, kiss of that, you know, I think so it's be- funny. Keith was, uh, you know, sending video up online during the show and i was you know when i did have my phone out for a photo it was being with you're you're on kiss kisses thing oh. feed right now you know when they turn around do some of the audience stuff so that was hilarious um, oh. but when we did turn around to watch paul at the mini stage yeah i'm glad i got to see the the star flying star stage when they did that in oh. vancouver because i think that was the only time this tour uh, when this show started i was looking straight up because i wanted to see the whistler rocket this time um you know, especially from that close up. Um, but yeah, you know, well, when we turned around, you know, there was one guy, third row, sitting down. Really? Sitting down. I, mean, I think he was drunk. But uh, no it's like. <laughs> or tired, not a Kiss fan or something. I've got a bad back and bad hips um, and bad knees. And I stood the whole. I, I was just. It went so fast. That's the part that shocked me. How quickly this show. Oh, it did go real fast. All of a sudden, you know, they're they they they're rocking into Parasite. They're into the tail end of the set, and wow. Yeah, I mean, even the, a point you missed, though, going back a little ways, is the is Gene Simmons, you know, for instance, taking a swig of water and <laughs> yeah. spitting it out onto the, the the security, the guard that was kind of right in front of us, and he has kind of a Kind of a balding head and and balding. Just, he was, to, he was just totally a, shiny. Shot shot of water and just right on the guy's head. He's like, oh my god, what that you know like that. He turned around and Gene's just doing like an innocent face, you know. Like I didn't do it. <laughs> and then and then now Gene Simmons. The other thing is the Gene Simmons, uh, the blood spitting thing. So awesome. yeah, so you know the lights go dark. I can see him getting the, the his blood cup. You know, it's dark, but I can still see his silhouette and doing and putting the blood in his mouth and uh, fake blood that is. <laughs> it's not pig's blood or anything, like that, but uh, the fake blood and and all of a sudden I see something flying down the stage. He threw it out his cup forward and it went bouncing and it bounced and it was right below below me uh behind the railing but the railing is kind of high so i couldn't you know reach over unless i wanted to really fall over into the you know on the other side of it and i motioned to the to the uh the guy the car just was splashed with the water and said hey get you know down there and he was picking it up he's like what is that because it had a glow in the bottom of it too I think it's a, a thing to find it. It's like they might put like a little piece of like a glow stick in the bottom, right. something so they could find it. Um, but so he picks it up and he was going to give it to me. 
and I just had it in my hand. And then this lady, all out of nowhere, comes and swipes it out of my hand. It's one of the kiss, uh, you know, people. I might have been that same woman who was their announcer or whatever. There, no, she, she has a name. We'll, we'll leave the name out of it. Okay. Anyway, she has a name. So, anyway, so she took it and says, "No, no, no." What's it? There, it was. It was sold already. No, it's, it's part of a package or you know something to that part effect. of a, uh, some package that so, you buy that someone has purchased so it's and it's, i had you know i was like oh I, I thought i was gonna have the blood cup i was like oh man and and she took it out but then so oh, oh well and then she, but she gave me a couple of picks and whatever for not being able to get that which whatever i guess that's fine that's nice but i had some of that blood that fake blood on my hands i was like and it's also it's really sticky stuff you know, that's really gooey, sticky, like glue almost in a way. Um, but what I did is like, well, what am I going to do? So I, I pulled out my ticket stub and I, I put it, I, I put it on my, my ticket stub. <laughs> so there's the, the little fake blood that I wiped on there. And I, I think I wiped it on, you know, you pulled yours out. And yeah. I got some on mine as well because I've got on the railing and you know, yeah. it was on my hands. So I, yeah, so I wiped some on it. And I wiped some, so you know that that's one ticket I, I'm probably not gonna sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought oh, I might as well do that. And actually, the, you know, my bag that I had on my bat on my seat even had some on it. I was like, how did that get there? And it was behind me. It's like I don't know how they got there anyway, because uh, I hadn't touched it. So yeah, so we got to the end of, end of so the show. Let's, let's continue the blood theme because, uh, you know, then okay. it, we get to the end of the, the main part of the, the show and, uh, you know, you have your break before does Beth. Oh yes. And, yeah. you know, comes out and does Beth. It was great to see the piano up close and see it come up from the stage and see his feet not moving on the pedals. Um, Yes. Again, it's a nice tribute to Peter and the Paul Lind Halloween special. That's how I take it. Um, I enjoyed it. You know, again, I sang just along to everything, even the songs. Oh, yeah. I'm sick of. I was just into the whole time, just enjoying Beth included. And then the band comes out at the end and they walk around the stage and they goof. Eric grabs his drumsticks that he throws out to the Mm -hmm. audience. He threw one immediately down to one of the pit people uh, for that experience. Then another one out. Then he had four left in his hand and he played them on Gene's crotch, which was covered with his blood uh, from his God of Thunder thing. And, you know, throws one out to someone else. And then he comes over. He stops in front of me and the security guard points at me and he goes, hey, hey. And Eric just like points down at me. He's like, you know, it's like, whoa, whoa, really? And he just holds the drumstick out and he just casually tosses it out. Easy catch. Nothing like trips catch in Detroit Rock City. <laughs> this was absolutely easy. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Eric. Thank you very, very, very much. I mean, that was completely unexpected to end up with a stage played, or not stage played, or stage thrown. Yeah. Cod played. Well, he played it, yeah. Played yeah, it, it, it was played on Gene's crotch, I mean. So, um, you know, there was, uh, I, I did tweet out a picture of this, and I did not have to fight someone for it, which was really cool. Everyone around me, well, obviously, it was you and the guy, the party animal. Well, yeah, I did animal fight you the the animal guy you got a Tommy Hair thick you know he flicked oh, yeah. one out and it bounced yeah, on the security have, and uh, he picked it up and gave it to you but I want to do a giveaway because I have a stage played or cod played Eric Singer drumstick now I don't need the Eric Singer 
commemorative Ooh. tour drumsticks that I bought in New York City. I think it was. No, I got these in uh, Vancouver. And uh, so this is our giveaway this week. And it's uh, an easy one. It's, you know, email kissfaq at outlook.com with my favorite song of the set. It's been enough of the uh, shows and was mentioned yes. again today. So yep. if you if you still don't get it right, then shame on you. And uh, we'll send these anywhere in the world. Oh, and it also have a Gene Simmons pick, which is uh, one of the ones given out during the show to me it's a 2019 which i, th- I thought was kind of funny i'm um, mm-hmm. last year's stock but uh yeah here we go win on the kiss faq this weekend or this week i'll do the drawing on sunday the what is it sunday the 15th or march the 15th at noon pacific time so email me before then and you might get one of these because i'm keeping the i'm keeping the one eric threw at me oh so, definitely yeah, yeah. That's, that's way too cool. Oh, yeah. So then we get into the encores. Do you love me? Uh, balloons. Confetti. Yeah, balloons. That's mm-hmm. all, that never gets old. The So many yeah. balloons ended up on stage, and they were kicking the back. Didn't manage to grab one. I got one in New York, and it like exploded on me, and then I saw it was just a plain old <laughs> silver balloon. I was like, oh, really? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't need anything. And uh, rock and roll all night, and... Boom, it's over. Thank you, Oakland. Good night. We love you. Yeah. It was so a great time. Really, really fast. It went fast. The whole night went fast. I mean, from the time we got there and, well, finally got inside. You know, it it, it went slow trying to get inside. But then once we got inside and things started to happen, then it, that, that night went pretty darn fast. Um, it was great. The house was packed. I mean, we, we sent pictures out. I'd even looked at... Uh, you know, Ticketmaster before the show, there weren't that many dots. There were more resales, yeah. it looked like, than there were remaining seats. Wilk, uh, again, the ticket office had done business mm-hmm. in the lead up to the show, looking around the place. It was packed, but it was also a really fun audience. Vancouver was dead in terms of audience participation. Mm-hmm. Madison Square Garden was terrible as well. This was by far the best show of the five I've seen, whether it's because I was front row and having an absolute blast of a time and yeah. I had my phone put away and I was just singing and enjoying the music mm-hmm. that I love. That's been so important to me all these years. Um, maybe it was because beforehand, you know, got to have a bit of interaction with a couple of band members and a, a very special experience um, that was unusual. Maybe mm-hmm. it was, having two empty seats next to me so i wasn't being jostled the whole show <laughs> or having a cool security guard i don't know i don't it, it doesn't matter it was just really 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 fun really awesome worth every penny that that ticket cost and you know the review that came out the next day you know about us braving coronavirus to go see the oh yeah the, 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 the kiss show <laughs> i mean i would brave it to go see a kiss show especially if i was going to have as much fun as that again and just Mm -hmm. being up front you know with a bunch or it doesn't matter if i was in the nosebleeds with a bunch of people who are going nuts singing along and having fun and not being drunk and fighting and puking and falling over um Mm -hmm. makes a big difference so you know there was a little bit of a lesson for me as well moderate myself a little bit more and i'll have a better time as well 
Because you know, when you've had six beers before a show, you really hope there's going to be a long drum solo so you can get to the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the crowd was great. Uh, yeah, it was one of the better crowds, too. I didn't hear no fighting and, and craziness going on. And they were just into it and, and singing the songs. Surprisingly, a lot of them knew the, knew the, the song there, you know, the lyrics to the songs. Um, They're very, very loud. I think it was... You know, one of the loud, like when the Warriors are there, you know, they're pretty darn loud. Um, so, or when the Warriors used to be there, you know. So it, it was it was a, a great time. And, yeah, maybe it's because we were right up front and we, you kind of feel it because all that, all the sounds is from the audience is coming towards us from behind us, too. Um, but uh, it did seem, I mean, I, I was singing – at the beginning, you know, all, every song up to a point where my 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 uh, throat was like, ah, I can feel, you know, it's like I got to I got to hold back and you know, not sing so much or, or just kind of pretend I'm singing or something. But no, it, it was just <laughs> it was just uh, it was just a, a great time. And uh, and if it is my last one, it's at least it, you know, when I went out with a bang, if if it is the last one. Yeah, so I forgot one thing at the show. I did. I don't remember mm. if I ever gave you one of those, which was the Oakland badges. Oh, uh, yeah. The postponed date. I threw all of them out, save three. So I, I got one for you. Got one for okay, you. thank Schaller, you. Which I forgot to bring him, so I'll drop those in the post. <laughs> yeah, well. I've got one left. Yeah, our tickets say, you know, still say, of course, September 16th, which, which was the original date. Yeah, uh, and then I found I still have three of the staples ones again i threw the other 97 out so there was no point i even found my ticket from staples center oh nice which you know keep I got, it i got it no i got a refund on it so it was void or else oh, okay I would, or else i would have <laughs> given it to louis um louis all right well i guess that pretty any last thoughts or that is everything no, it was pretty much everything um you know i i you know, it was just a great night. The whole thing was was fantastic experience. It was still an experience. Yeah, we didn't get the meet and greet kind of thing, but we did kind of get a half a meet and greet with you know the Tommy and and uh, Eric, and which we probably we wouldn't have had that type of interaction if we were just going shuttled through a line of you know getting pictures with the band. So um, so it worked a real good night. You know, I thank you for bringing me along at least uh, on the, you know, backstage for that. So it was good times, and I'm glad I was able to do it with you. Yeah, glad those passes finally showed up. Because I, <laughs> they, they finally showed up. Oh. I thought we weren't going to get them for a while there. I thought, yeah, oh, I, I always figured out happen. if, if yeah. they are there, great. If they don't show up, great. Still have the VIP thing, still have a KISS concert to go to. But it was nice that they were and that they also provided new experiences for me, new experiences for you, and uh, fun experiences with a band that works really hard for its fans. That's that what I. That's my takeaway from all of this. I didn't get any confetti. Well, actually, I, I had three. Pe- I had three pieces in my shoe when I got up the next morning. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my, my shoes were were coated with uh, from the spilled beer beer of the guy next to me and and me stepping on it. And so I came home and they, there were still uh, confetti on the bottom of my shoes yesterday. <laughs> I had- no spilled beer 
first one out of five. No one spilled a beer on me. My jacket, I brought a plastic bag with me. I tied it up in it and chucked it under my chair. And um, it stayed right. dry. I stayed dry. Um, the only only wetness was sweat from p- being an animal at a concert, which is perfectly fine. But yeah. no no one puked on me. No one no one poured <laughs> beer over me. No one spilled That's beer great. on my on my ground. It was wonderful. The Kiss staff were awesome. The arena mm-hmm. staff were awesome. The audience was awesome. And all awesome of you who listen to this episode are awesome too. So yeah. thank you for listening to <laughs> us go on about another end of the road experience. And I hope if you have one still to come that you enjoy it as much. So don't forget you can win these Eric Singer drumsticks and a gene pick by answering the question that I asked earlier. If you skipped ahead to this part mm, of the show, shame on pick. you. Rewind. That's a 2019 <laughs> as well. All right. That's it for now from Ken and myself. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for spending time listening to the KISS FAQ podcast today. All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.